0: Come on, here we go again, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on down and see the
1: idiot right here. Too fucked to beg and not afraid to care. What's the matter with calamity anyway? Riot, get the fuck out of my
0: face. Understand I can't feel anything. It isn't like I want to sift through the decay. I feel like a wound like I got a fucking gun against my head you live when I'm dead people equal
2: shit people equal shit welcome to another episode of Bar Room Heroes Uh, hey guys how y'all doing thanks for coming back and taking another listen Give it up for Dick Cheese on the song. Richard Cheese, on man. That guy's hilarious. Much better than... Much more effective yeah. than the Slipknot version of that song. Holy shit, you guys. They played the Slipknot version for me before the show started, and I had to take my Fire. headphones off. I, His nose
1: started bleeding.
2: I hate... And But if listeners don't... Uh, don't like me, they're, and they like this kind of music, they'll hate me even worse. I hate that kind of music.
0: You don't know, like just just pure death, uh, yeah. heavy metal? Yeah. I used to love that stuff. I chilled. I chilled a lot, but I used to really love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to be unbelievably angry for no reason. But it's,
2: it's got to make you do terrible things. It's just so aggressive. It doesn't make you do terrible things. It makes you pout a lot. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, kind of where see, I came from. I can see not a lot of people smiling. Like, you
0: just eat a ton of jack-in-the-box. You eat too much jack-in-the-box all the time, and then
2: you just pout. Can you play play? play Can you play it? I so so people to- can hear the Slipknot version it's and just, the Richard Cheese ver- version? Version. Uh, virgin. Oh, fucking idiot. As a kid. The
1: Richard Cheese version. As a kid, uh, <laughs> all of my um, metal experiences were like, Fuck you, Mom! I don't care that I'm grounded! And then it would be like... I'm gonna throw on my Godsmack C D or whatever was like I'm sorry the thing that really pissed her off at the time. Yeah, I'm sorry you were listening to a lot of Godsmack. I listened to uh that and uh I would like, do
2: the same and I would just throw John Tesh on and be
1: like, oh I hate you guys. Early Limp Biscuit was just like this is gonna piss my mom like off. Like what thing. kind of like
0: what Limp Biscuit like
1: Like $3 bill, y'all.
0: <sighs> okay, so you were OG Limp Biscuit. Well you didn't like them when they sold out. Yeah. because it, Sold it like, out stadium. Yeah, like, because they just they're
1: one awesome. of those fucking Corporate hacks preschool. like my teachers, man. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah.
2: Well, Joe's looking that up. I'm Kevin Elliott. There's Chris Santini. That's me. Stack that Eye Joe, Joe Gan, Jemmy pulling,
0: pulling up the ultimate stat, which is a Slipknot song. Yeah. Here, here we go. Oh, it's so scary. It's not even really scary. It's just obnoxious. It, like, so- I used to think, like, man, so- Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Air drums. Oh, yeah, dude. HIT STICKS! Thanks. Remember those? Dude, the HIT STICK in Madden? <laughs> 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 Fucking <laughs> dopest game ever! You know what I like about this song? The melody. <laughs> Don't you just like when you can just uh, yeah. kind of pick up a groove? Their yeah.
2: harmony, too. Oh, my God, my God. In the middle. Oh,
0: Don't you like being called motherfucker like you're part of the team?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like they walk around behind backstage like hey cool mask motherfucker <laughs> here's the thing dude i used to your dreads are on point motherfucker
0: you know how embarrassing it is to hear these songs because i used to listen to this be like dude this guy gets me
2: <laughs> Did really?
0: dude i used to be so mad for no reason i had a great life but like dude i would be like oh, yeah you can turn it down. And then play the Richard Cheese again real quick. Wait, let it stay loud. Let it stay loud. This pumps you up right
2: here.
1: (laughs) Kevin's eyes are literally bulging out of his skull.
2: (laughs) Kevin had the reaction. No, but but the people listening, that just fucked everything up. He's going to seize up. God damn it, Joe. What I'm I'm saying is. the shit out of me, though. Dude,
0: sometimes, I mean, you, you know how you're just like, man, I'm really upset, but you don't know how to deal with it? So, like, instead of just saying, man, my life is great, you'd listen to that to pretend like your life is way worse than it is. I did that a lot.
2: Same song. For a
0: couple years,
2: different version.
0: Motherfucker, yeah. Oh, turn this up, dude, because let's be honest. How much more effective is this? Oh. This, right right like, here. I want you to hear everything. Okay, I know how you feel now, because this speaks to me. Dude, I told you this is what happened a couple years ago. I told you about this. Uh, I sat down, at a margaritaville, had a margarita, and I was like, I'm just not mad enough for this anymore. Right? So I just listened to Jimmy Buffett, jazz.
2: I got back to
1: my Neil Diamond roots, Allman Brothers. (laughs) Even this, to me, feels more aggressive. It's then, very then no. The other one, the other one feels fake aggressive. Where it's like,
0: I'm so somebody yell. No, this, this is one. Like, yeah. That's very passive aggressive. Yeah. This one, but it's also like he oh. might be really upset. Yeah. Whereas the Slipknot one. <laughs> 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 oh man, never mind. I don't care what I was gonna say.
1: This is the better version. <laughs> Whatever he says, like motherfucker. You're like ooh. Because oh, you're wow. not expecting it from him, right? Whereas Slipknot going, motherfucker! You're just like, you like, sound like bitches, bro. You need a nap. Yeah, you're yeah. very cranky. Does right? the Dan Snickers.
2: Band make like a lot of songs? Or are they like a real band? Who? The Dan Band?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they make. A, I don't, I don't follow them, but I'm sure they got a decent people amount of
2: songs. I know they, they do the improv and stuff. Oh God, I just they're like a one-nighter. <sighs> Similar deal. It feels more aggressive
1: because it's coming out of something you weren't expecting. Like if a little girl tells you "fuck off,"
0: that's way harder than like a guy at a bar hey, a slipknot fuck t-shirt. Off.
1: Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. But some little girl, it's like
0: "fuck off." You're like, "Whoa!" Here's yeah. what it is: because when a guy wearing a slipknot t-shirt who's like real pissed off and like big fat dude who's like oh, "fuck," you. you're you like, "Yeah, okay, well, you get your life together, right?" But then <laughs> when like a when like a like a normal person, or like, like you said, a little girl is like, fuck you. You're like, damn, I need to get my shit together. Yeah, I am Even the little issues. girls hate me right now. <laughs>
1: she saw me for all of five seconds wow, and knew how cow. horrible I was as a person. Let me get some stuff together. She
2: called her shot, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Speaking of calling shots, what's going on in the sports world, damn it? <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I had an epiphany. Uh-oh, what's up? I realize An that. Epiphany
0: sometimes is good, sometimes is real bad. <laughs> I'm in love with
1: the girl named
2: Tiffany.
0: I realized. I thought he was going to say, I'm in love with a stripper, and I was like, can that be the new song every week? <laughs> the T Pain song? Go ahead.
2: Uh, I realize that if your name is Michael, okay, you have a very good chance of being the best ever in your sport.
1: I know a few Michaels that would. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Michaels some wind to that. No, theory. wait, but <laughs> what I'm the
0: saying, store Michaels. I get it. I see what he's saying. Yeah, but even then, that was a guy who sucked at sports and succeeded at crafts. True. So what? I, but what I think he's saying is <laughs> he became
1: the top in his field of crafting.
0: Goddamn right. <laughs> crafted the shit out of the world, dude. That's true. Yeah. Hobby why hobby isn't that, why is it that? Why is it that what it says? Craft the world, dude. <laughs> right on the door.
1: But listen, because it says it in here, Michael I'm Jordan.
2: <laughs> best basketball player of all time. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, best swimmer, at best Olympian of all time. and Michael uh, Tyson. Mike Tyson. Same thing. Oof. One okay. of the best boxers that of all time. That feels like a stretch, but okay. Michael Schumacher, best Mike. Formula One driver, if not the greatest driver of all time. Michael Finley. Good basketball player. Maybe the best. <laughs> Dodgers just scored. Mike Trout. Is not the best player of all time, but he's a great he's one probably the best player in major league baseball.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: so I how does know. this how does this apply outside of sports? Nothing. Though? That's just what I'm saying. Michael Nothing. Jackson. Okay. I'm sure we
1: could pull up a list of a lot of names and be like, look at all these yeah. Randy's that were top of the I tried
2: pool. it. What do you have? You have Randy Johnson.
1: Oh, I just threw I pulled Randy out of
2: uh, I know you did, but I'm I'm saying they don't come to it, Michael also is a super popular name in yeah, most people. Uh, don't know uh, Michael Allstott? Best fullback, oh, maybe, best ever? best fullback. Oh, that guy was so awesome. He was. Awesome. What about okay, that was every my game, s- wait, blood dripping down d- his face? Dude, that was my secret yeah, weapon on every Michaels. Madden.
1: There's a ton of shitty Michaels. No
0: so, one said there was a shitty Michaels. We oh, yeah, there's the, a lot of shitty There's Michaels. a
1: lot of really successful Johns. There's a lot of really... I know. Oh my God. But Bill sports. Belichick. I just said sports. Bill Russell. Okay. Uh. uh
0: Bill
2: Gates.
1: Yep.
0: That's not sports. Um. Is it? He I mean,
2: sucked at sports. That's why he made Microsoft. That's why he's top of the field. What a fucking loser. Know, but, he, but he
1: topped the field of innovation God, him at
2: $75 billion net worth. What a loser. He has a real piece of shit. I wonder if he even goes to his high school reunions. He's so embarrassed. What are you looking?
1: Uh, famous Bills. We got, uh, Buffalo? Bill, Bill Maher. Bill Cosby.
2: Good ones. Two out the gate. Two. Dude, Bills doing well. Two popular Bills. Uh, Bill of Rights? There you can Can't see. forget them. Uh,
0: HB 1070. That was a very unpopular bill. Uh, I'm just like a, a bill. lot of
2: statements. The bills you get. Okay. Oh, Bill Murray, Bill O'Reilly,
1: Bill Clinton. None of them
2: are athletes. Bill Durney,
1: Bill Nye, top of his field. Bill uh, Durham. No, play on Bill Bull Durham. No,
0: Bill Durney. Look him up, dude. Look up Bill Durney. Get uh, back to I'm me. I'm
1: gonna get to him because I'm no, going through all these famous bills. Bill Withers,
0: Billy the Kid. Oh, Bill Withers though.
1: Bill Parcells.
2: Who's What's playing that? what? That's you, uh, Joe. Yeah, that's you, bud. Bill what, are List. you watching unicorn stuff? Uh, Bill oh, Pullman. Even when he's looking at stats, he's watching something. Bill oh. de Blasio. <laughs> ridiculous. Bill Walton. There you go. Okay, Here. good athlete. Not the best ever. Jordan is. Um. Michael Jordan. Bill Russell. Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. I'm
1: just saying. I think your theory doesn't hold water. I, think I am saying a lot the
2: of best. The best.
1: I feel like you're right. still...
2: Yeah. Well, then... Whatever. My epiphany sucks. So, anyways... I didn't say it was a
0: sucky epiphany. I just... I didn't.
2: <clears throat> did you look up
0: Bill Durney yet? Yeah. No, you
2: didn't. Because did. you would have talked about he him is already. a famous hockey player? Nope. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. As you're typing his name, you're guessing. I mean, that was... A, I like that.
0: I mean, that's absolutely a great effort, but it wasn't correct.
1: Barbecue Kingsman, yeah. yeah, Red Hook, New York, dude. Yeah,
0: Jamaican jerk ribs. You're a oh, fucking yeah. aficionado, dude. I just love bar. Like, there's times, there's times where I'm like, dude, I love comedy, but I love ribs.
2: Would you, if you loved seafood, would you be a fish aficionado?
0: <laughs> I would. I, w- I wanted to make fun of you, but that was so solid. I can't. Where's my waka yeah,
1: waka, dude? Waka waka. <laughs> I don't have a f- soundboard. Uh, <laughs> What's in front of me Real here? quick. Uh, Joe We'll Wolf. do it at That's break. Not a we'll soundboard. find one. We'll find one. Uh, I'll well, plug in I'm
0: literally about to go live, Barroom Heroes, and just hover over a soundboard because you said you didn't have
1: one. Famous <laughs> Joe athletes, Joe Montana, Joe Great, Biden. Best quarterback
2: of all time. Did you say Joe Biden?
1: Yeah, he was a big college. Did he play at? Penn yeah, but that's or not why he's known. This is <laughs> yeah. like,
0: hold on, Joe Namath. No, hold on. This is like Joe Montana. Joe Flacco. Uh, what was that guy? That Joe Frazier. Okay. Three. Uh, what was the Joe who played for the Toronto Blue Jays? Joe, Joe Carter. Carter. Joe Carter, but not the best baseball Joe player. Joe Torrey. All
2: time. Um, Because <laughs> I'm saying like, like Kevin. I know what you're saying. Three. Stalin. <laughs> Stop the
0: podcast. Joe Green. Hold on. If you're going <laughs> to be an unabashed communist on this Stalin podcast, Joe shut Green. it down.
1: Dude. Unbelievable. Saying, top of his field.
0: Unbelievable. Top
1: of his field, depressing the Italians. Uh, Joe Green, one of the biggest athletes of his time. <sighs> Joe Lewis.
0: Joe Bonamassa. What? Blues guitarist. Look him uh, up.
1: Uh, <laughs> Joe Johnson. Joe DiMaggio. Green, Joe DiMaggio. Joe Paterna. Wait, hold on. I don't, look, you know, hold on, Joe
0: Paterno's got big problems, but you gotta respect the football career Outside, we're talking sports here, outside of all the horrible stuff that potentially happened He did have a killer football career, yeah. but it doesn't excuse what happened Right, Joe Buck Joe Great Buck announcer, one of the best announcers one in baseball, I love him Is he? Him. I love him How does he get every job though?
2: He, it's for, he gets every job for Fox. He's their main analyst.
0: That's what I don't understand. He's top of his
2: game. Because his dad was one of the best of all time. That's all I wanted to know. I Joe, just wanted to hear it out loud. Joe <laughs> Co- I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like Joe Buck. I just want to be a shithead. I like
0: Joe Buck.
1: Joe Cocker. Dude, Joe.
0: Okay, let's talk about this. This was brought up to me. Do you think Joe Cocker's worth a shit if he doesn't perform at Woodstock?
1: uh i don't know if his career is what it was but yes he's worth the shit obviously he if he was singing. Joe, we're on not the talking su- as a human we're talking as an artist i know but if he was singing on the subway i think his he would still be relevant i just don't think he would i don't think he would
0: have been anywhere near as popular as he was no he, you know no. why because what about spirit you know anything about the band spirit <laughs> yeah okay they chose not to perform uh at at woodstock and then led zeppelin stole their song and got away with it so it's kind of out <laughs> of control dude Kevin's over here just trying to pull up videos on his phone instead of do his job. Joe Satriani. Joe Satriani, dude. Chicken Who's that? foot. Chicken foot. Joe Thizman.
2: Okay, but you already said Montana. So maybe the epiphany over here is that Joe's made Joe great the plumber? quarterbacks.
1: I'm saying that common names. Joe Verse volcano for an easy. Joe uh, had one.
2: An uh I'm
0: Joseph. Not... Joseph, father of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Top of his game. <laughs> Uh, I'm saying any general name, you're gonna have a lot of people that are at the top or bottom of their field with that name.
2: I had already admitted that I was
0: wrong.
1: Like Joseph, Go- I'm not. I Gerber. didn't even
0: say you were wrong. I don't know why he's still Joseph Goebbels. Is that what you just said? You <laughs> psychotic Nazi. Bottom of his field. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you good. Both no, sides. clarify because all Nazis, no matter how smart they were, were garbage down at
1: the bottom. Joe Jackson. Bottom of his field. Bo
2: Jackson, top of his field. Oh, a lot of good Bo's. Bo Bice, American Idol. Bo Burnham, great comedian.
1: (laughs) Joe Mantegana.
2: Bozo, the clown. Oh, my God, dude. Pre-game. I have a Bozo. Cubs. Oh, I
0: have a Bozo the clown lamp.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the scariest thing I've ever heard of. No, it's so tight. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's so tight. What is it? What does it look like?
0: It's like, I'll I'll send you a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of it. Don't, please No, it's so tight. No. It's not scary at all. You need to, ugh. What What? do you got against clowns? Everyone hates clowns. I love clowns. They're
2: fucking terrifying. You know
0: why clowns are legit? Because clowns are just upfront about what everyone's doing. They put on a smiling face when they don't mean it. Okay? That's the real world. Clowns are legit. Don't even get on me about clowns. I'll fight it to the death. I'm not a
1: clown fan, but whatever. What are you talking
0: about? Dude, I love clowns, except the insane posse of them. <laughs> except
1: all for the insane clowns. They bother me. Be no, regular I love – all... dude, have you ever seen a, like a clown perform at a circus? Yeah. Do you guys ever go to the circus? I feel like the people that uh, devote their lives to be clowns, um, something about them puts me off. Like somebody that catfishes somebody else. There's something wrong uh, – so I don't feel like I can connect with that. It's Stephen King's fault. I just Partially, think, yeah. It's a big part.
0: I'm telling you, being a real good clown is probably got to be the coolest job in the world. I'm serious, dude. I love clowns. I don't dude. care. I
1: love them. I bet clowns feel uh, to Stephen King like sharks feel to Steven Spielberg. You know what I mean? Steven. S- well, I would argue with of, that. Of, except at the top of their game,
0: Stevens. Just except saying. that uh, Steven... Spielberg made a nice documentary about shark behavior, and that's why I won't go in the ocean. <laughs> I've never been in the ocean.
1: Joe Rogan, Joey Lawrence, just saying. Have
2: you guys been to the ocean? Yeah, I lived in Los Angeles. Yeah.
0: I okay. Lo- well, I love the ocean. I'll guess I'll go to hell then. Don't go there.
1: Love, love the ocean. I've never been to the ocean. Not afraid actually. That's sharks. not true.
0: That's not true. I've been to one beach. Wasn't for me. I don't. I'm never going in ocean water though. Really? I'm not, dude. Dude, don't worry. Not even I just know. To, t-
2: to taste it on your no, feet. No, because, dude, I
0: know that the sharks are communicating with each other no. and setting up a sharks plan are of attack. the
1: Least thing they're you got to worry there. about. You could punch a shark in the nose and it'll leave you alone, and it will kill you. You got to worry about fish. like jellyfish. Hold and on, coral it will leave you alone. Yeah.
0: That's
2: because that's. you guys know anything but about? You got to get out there. You guys
0: there, know anything dude? about the mob? Okay, they got henchmen, dude. So the jellyfish come up, sting you, you're weak, and then you're worried about it, and then they kill you, dude. It's unbelievable how little you know about sharks.
1: <laughs>
0: so I'm sick of this government propaganda about sharks. I watch Shark Week every every year. No one tells me the truth.
1: <laughs> hundreds upon robot. hundreds
0: of scientists. <laughs> PhDs at Harvard and stuff lies. I can see it in the sharks. It's eyes. just too bad that they're paid off.
1: No, uh, shark you, by the sharks probably. Uh, a punch to the nose is like shark repellent. All it's all it takes. And no, gone. there's a spray for that. I've seen the Batman movie. <laughs> I've seen the Batman sixty six.
0: <laughs> it's the it's in my top five movies of all time. I refuse to accept that it's not that best. I, I told think- you I got kicked out of the Dark Knight Rises, right?
1: Is it because when he was like, he can never he, find a place to put a bomb? Yeah, when
0: he flew away yeah. with the thing, I yelled out in the middle of the theater. I was like, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And then this Harkins employee was like, you, gone.
1: Because <laughs> he had been in there watching you yell shit for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> no,
0: I was. I only yelled at that one time because, let's be honest, he has a stolen plot.
1: That's hilarious, though, that they use the most ridiculous device from a Batman anything to end, and tried to make it serious. To end this like, giant trilogy that people thought was like the greatest can thing we just, ever. Can
0: we just talk about... Let me just rant for a second. I hated The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, it's a horrible movie. Because let's be serious. When Bane it. was like, oh, you'll have to imagine the fire. He should have just blown Batman's
1: head off.
2: And that should have been it, dude. Right. I would think that in every movie that does that kind of stuff.
1: I just was so angry, dude. Not a fan of that movie. And I didn't like Batman Begins. Why
0: I wasn't, not? He, That's you didn't my like least favorite movies. of three.
1: Oh see, no not me. It goes it
0: goes Dark Knight, which I think is really a masterpiece, but it it's not a superhero movie. Dude,
2: I think the and Dark they, Knight's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Period. But it's not a superhero movie. It's a crime drama. It's my can, top five.
0: Can I
1: can I uh Oh go ahead, dude. Can I get a little uh, Rant on us.
0: Here? Rant on us here.
1: The Dark Knight. Great movie. Very good movie. It's about 15, 20 minutes too long. That shit. Yeah. Uh, I, was I, considering,
0: agree, I, guess. I was considering going to the bathroom, but it's time to get in a fight. So what's so, going on? Ooh, Why is it 15 to 20 minutes is too long? Fantastic. What fifteen? 15- oh shit! What 15 to 20 no, minutes t- do you cut? On the f- it's not on anything. It's, it's fine. Guys, uh, this is an illusion. And you broke the fourth wall. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Every person listening to the podcast is going to be like, what's happening right now? Nothing. We can't it's-
1: see it. We can't see it. No. Uh, so what I was going to say is... <laughs>
0: Hold the whole time. Now you're going to because you broke the fourth wall.
2: No, It's fine. They can know what's going on. We just get a towel and we will clean it up. It's fine.
1: I guess,
0: man.
2: So here's my issue
1: uh, The movie is fantastic. The subplot that they throw in with Harvey Dent and Two Face that subsequently takes over the last, what, 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Uh, detracts from what they did that was so good with Batman and the Joker in the first portion of the movie and it takes on this whole other side plot and this whole other storyline that diverts from what they originally set up so it feels tagged on and as a setup whereas that movie, if you cut that out is like Kevin saying it, it transcends the genre that it's in it's not just something that's leading to the next movie Or setting stuff up. And the Harvey Dent storyline closes itself out. So it's two different uh, villains thrown into the same movie and taken out. But one gets way more screen time than the other. So one feels valid where the other one feels like a misused opportunity. I
0: feel like I would agree with that. I give benefit of the doubt because I feel like had Heath Ledger not passed away. That this would have been a very different franchise,
1: hugely. If he wouldn't have passed away,
2: yeah. that, they would that's, have made that's a, why they would have made a Joker movie.
0: The reason why, the reason why I think it's perfect is because I firmly—and maybe I'm wrong—but I firmly believe there was a part two to that saga mm-hmm. that they were going to do, and They've it said, was going to be good.
2: Have they ever said that? Yeah, Christopher
1: Nolan said that uh, in the third movie they had a very different story in mind. Yeah, um, so there you go. That That's why I, I give it the
0: benefit of the doubt and I still consider it to be like borderline flawless because I know for a fact there was a larger plan and a totally external factor took it out. That's all.
1: Yeah. Which sucks, but. I, I just feel like uh, that movie's so good and then that last 20, 30 minutes feels tagged on.
0: I don't know. I didn't feel that way. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I didn't. Feel, I, I I felt it. I was like, okay, I see what's going on here, because it's just like to me, it was like uh, Harvey Dent and Two Face was kind of like us. We were supposed to relate to him,
1: um, to a certain degree. But I think when you have something as stark as Batman and the Joker, and it's played out in that fashion, yeah, um, and they're both that good. Yeah, That's the problem. We're, like we're Batman in that situation. No, or, see? I feel. Or Alfred. Well, no. I think... <laughs> and this is just a... This is my
0: wholly stupid opinion, so don't take it too seriously, anyone. But I really do believe that I, the Joker is so good in that movie that I know there are people who are like, this guy is dope. I'm rooting for him. And because if you think about it, there is like a, a socio political structure to that Batman movie with the surveillance and stuff where you could see Batman as a villain in that mm-hmm. movie. Right? Right. So you're stuck because you're like Batman's no good, neither is the Joker. Yeah. So you're Two Face. That's who you are. Okay. I mean, that's why. That's what what I got out of it. And I, but I'm not saying I'm but right. But it's I'm also Two
1: Face's origin and his payoff, like that whole. And I get what you're saying. That's a decent uh, allegory and a nice argument for that. Um, but I never felt that or saw that. I just was like. All right, enough with this Harvey Dent shit. Where the fuck did Heath Ledger go? But I think another part of that. Well, but what about the is the story behind it? I feel like people like the part with the part with the coin flips and stuff where he's like
0: losing his mind, you yeah. know? To me, I'm like, dude, he's totally mirroring an audience right now because you don't know who you're with.
1: Okay.
0: You want to be with That's what I got out of it. That's I, I I remember finishing that movie and being like, this is a masterpiece because somehow this guy made me not like Batman and still root for him.
1: Well, I felt like I didn't
0: like Batman the whole movie. I, didn't, I was still pulling for him.
1: I didn't like Batman in Batman Begins or in uh, the, uh, well, the, third okay. one. the third one. Look,
0: I, I don't really want to get on a huge tangent, but Batman Begins. I was like, okay, this is a really arrogant billionaire dude who's like slumming it for kicks or whatever, and so I don't like him, right? Then in the second one, I was like, I don't like this guy, but I'm willing to accept somebody I don't like if they're doing the right thing. Which is, I think, kind of the point was the allegory of the government. Sometimes they are doing the right thing. And sometimes you just have to be okay with it. But then when the – well, you know what I mean? But then when, no, the, but yeah, then when the third one came around, okay, I thought there was a humongous error made by Christopher Nolan. Because when, when Bane beats Batman, right, okay, the idea I saw was positive. It was like a 99 percenters versus the 1 percenters, right? Batman is a billionaire. And he is in charge and he has a lot of power and Bane is like a 99 percenter and he is, oh, rise up and take your city. And I'm like, yeah, he's absolutely correct. But then when he breaks Batman's back and you know he's a villain, I thought based on the trailers that the film was going to end with, because you know that everybody was scrawling the Batman symbol on the walls in chalk. I was like, this is going to be an amazing sociopolitical statement by saying we are Batman. If we all work together, we accomplish what Batman accomplishes. But instead, they made it like, oh, no, you need rich people to bail you out from the, from the rest of us. And it bothered me. I'm not saying rich people are bad. I'm just saying I didn't like the message.
1: I did not get that message. I was
0: furious, dude. I was like, I feel like I'm – Yeah, because you were writing a term
1: paper and then your
0: conclusion
1: yes. was not the third That was movie. exactly what it was, yeah. dude.
0: And I was just like, I got nothing against wealthy people. That's not the point. Wealthy people are people. They just made a lot of money. But – the, the point the movie was trying to make, I was not into because I'm like, you already established that a mega wealthy billionaire run government with spies on you is not a good thing, even if it does good stuff. And then you bail into, oh, but we need them to keep us away from these psychos who are poor.
1: Well, the
2: prison. If, if that, I watch if movies very differently than you guys.
1: I don't. I did not get all that out of uh, the Batman trilogy. I, I think I like that he. I'm not saying that's what he intended.
0: Absolutely but not. That's Christopher what you, Nolan probably was writing a movie about Batman versus Bane. No, no. But when you look at it from a socio political perspective, you can see stuff, and I'm. Not necessarily agreeing with anything Christopher Nolan did. I'm just analyzing it from what he presented.
1: Well, Nolan writes in a big fashion like that. Even his new movie, Dunkirk. Uh, the Dude, b-
0: I can't even wait for that movie.
1: I, the big criticism it on it right scary. now that, uh, again, I think we might differ on this. And um, Nolan is a very innovative director that is trying to tell Visually and structurally the best. Maybe right. working. Uh, and so from what I've heard, Dunkirk uh tells the story from the land sea and air, but it literally plays the same like section of what happened the same battle in three different uh shots so like you kind of see
0: so it's like one, it's like a, a scene in three parts
1: right that you see from three different angles okay uh, hey, And that's how that... the movie runs. So uh, so and uh the big criticism of the movie right now everybody says it's great it looks beautiful. But the criticism is you don't really know the characters. Um, But I think that that's the point for Nolan is this movie isn't about character. It's about what war is like. So he's willing to take those kind of risks.
0: Yeah, I'd have to see it to be sure. But to be honest, I mean, if that's the quote-unquote, not to be like a nerd about it, but if that's the thesis, quote-unquote, then I can accept that. Me too. If the point is not to focus on regular people but to explain that this involved everybody – yeah. if that's the angle then I'm okay with that
1: like you don't even really know hardly any characters' names from what I've heard like that would
0: be appropriate though because how many how many yeah not to be mean but how many World War II heroes names do
1: we know anymore
0: Well and not only that but if they we, all just were heroes together I if, think that's the point
1: yeah if we're all in the throes of war I'm not gonna be like hey by the way uh Kevin, uh, it's nice to meet you. My name is Joe. Uh, hey Joe. I'm into soccer. Awesome. A lot of good and Joe I, quarterbacks. I, I got a, a <laughs> girlfriend at home, and uh, I really uh, enjoy
2: a cool summer breeze. You know, they're not going to have that, that. Would that be who a, doesn't like a cool summer breeze? It's so hot out.
0: I just feel like uh, this is a great sports podcast that I'm having this discussion on. But <laughs> would you say that's a fair criticism, though, of Saving Private Ryan? The, the fact that it does focus so much on character and their story. We're stories. one guy, and we're going after this one guy, and I'm a school teacher. and I'm a, it, it hits you emotionally, and I think it's maybe the best war movie ever made, it's but that could be movie. its weakness.
1: I think it's my favorite war movie ever made. And again, I said this one we might disagree yeah. about Dunkirk. Because even though I'm excited for Dunkirk, for me, if I don't have a reason to root for somebody, I don't. I'm okay. just like, yeah, oh, I care about You're just you an as,
0: impartial observer.
1: Yeah, I care about this person surviving because they're a human, I guess. Right. But outside of that, they're just kind of pixels on a screen. I don't really know them. But in Saving Private Ryan, uh, that movie touched me emotionally where I was crying a few times. And one of the scenes in particular is uh, one of the guys, it's at night. Uh It's a quiet moment. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like uh, made-up dialogue. But he's talking about how when he back at home, he had a single mom. And she would come home from working double shifts and he would pretend like he was asleep uh, to either trick, ho- yeah. trick her or give her a break. Uh, and he breaks down and he says, I wish I wouldn't have wasted that time or whatever his line yeah. is. And those character moments are the ones that make you, even that, it's not exposition. It's not like him saying, I work at a pizza place and my girlfriend's uh, yeah. blonde no, or whatever. I am, but it's characterization. But it, it makes you immediately feel for a person in a situation.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I just think, I just wonder if that same, I'm I'm just trying to reverse, kind of mirror the criticism. If we're going to criticize Christopher Nolan for being not emotional enough, could the potential be that Saving Private Ryan as a film is
1: melodramatic a little bit? Again, I haven't seen Dunkirk yet, but the other thing that I'm worried about with that one is it's Mm PG-13. And uh, one of the things about Saving Private Ryan that made it feel real and so visceral is people picking up their intestines and like having legs blown off well, and shit. Uh and if you can't show blood. Well, but I
0: see I thought the point of the of Dunkirk. I think this was stated. I could be wrong, so don't quote me, but I thought the point was he was saying it's not about the violence, it's about the tension. It is.
1: And that's what so, he said, and that's what I look forward to, but at the same time uh like we're talking about with realism um, and Bless how, you, how a forced narrative can sometimes n- guess make I'm it- allergic to my own bullshit. <laughs> uh, how forced narrative can sometimes make it feel invalid or uh, whatever. Um, I feel like not having blood on a battlefield scale like that uh, makes it feel I, less valid
0: no that's true and I'll I will, I'd have to see it like I said for that to matter because maybe it's perfectly pulled off but I do agree with you. I do agree with you. If, At some point, you, it, war is war, and you'd like to know that it's semi-realistic. I mean, you don't want, like, G.I. Joe, people shooting laser beams at each other.
1: We've been talking for, like, the last 10 minutes about a movie, neither one of us have seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's and okay. I'm, I'm fully reserving the right to go see it and be like, damn, I was so stupid
0: That's and wrong. Funny. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm going to so, go
1: see Valerian this
0: weekend. Dude, who's not going to see Valerian? Fuck
1: yes. Kevin, come on, dude.
0: Go see Valerian.
1: Kevin, we should probably talk some sports, huh?
2: If you guys want to. I like the genuine conversation. I don't like the four structured stuff. Like, well, yeah. You yeah. guys it, it just <laughs> went into your movie stuff.
0: Don't get me
1: wrong. This is a sports podcast, but sometimes I just gotta I just gotta wild out on some movie stuff, you know? Nick Cannon. Wow. <laughs> I'm much more into talking movies, but then why did I pull up eight pages of sports shit? <laughs> What'd you pull up? I just like one the, page of sports shit. the
2: organic conversation. So one-eighth of what you told me was a, was true. and
0: This dude's seven-eighths lies. <laughs> Let's find out what that percentage is real quick. Lead us into something. Seven divided by eight. Dude, you're 87.5% lies. If we round that up, that's 88%. That's not good for you.
2: Just on stats. That's
0: 12%. <laughs>
2: just on the facts that you can pull. Just on
0: my job for this show. <laughs> I'm
2: 12% honest. <laughs> uh i was a lot of nba stuff has been going on we could talk about that the summer league I actually lay that out for me because
0: i haven't followed any of it and i saw really? some articles today and i was like what's happening right now so
2: so the summer league that was going on in vegas turned out to be like one of the highest rated television some uh summer league why? that they've had because of lonzo ball Ugh. Okay, so are you telling me right now, I saw an article that
0: had this headline, I didn't believe it, but now I feel like maybe you're saying the same thing, that it seems like LeVar Ball's not so insane after all. He might have done the right thing by his kids.
2: They are being very smart and calculated about every move they're making okay. right now.
0: I, I thought that might be the case. I didn't like the guy, but I was like, he might be doing right by his family, though. Really hardcore.
2: I don't have a big problem with don't well, well, LeVar, because I think a lot of it is show. Again, I think it's all calculated kind of stuff. But he loves his kids. He fucking loves his kids. I,
0: no, here's the thing. That's actually something I got into an argument about. I'm like, dude, a guy who loves his kids that much, I'm all in on. Absolutely, dude. You got to love your kids with everything. So that's tight. I love that he's like that. I just wondered. I guess I just wondered how much of it was sincere and how much of it was BS. And I'm finding out that it maybe is much more sincere than I thought. I'm serious, dude. Like, I didn't want to like the guy. He still gets on my nerves. But I think maybe his heart's in the right place.
1: He's just a little bombastic about it. I don't know. Call me old school, but I'm not watching summer league basketball for anything.
2: (laughs) I did. And I tell you what, the games aren't that bad. But it was fun. They're
1: not games.
2: Dude, it's know. kind of
0: fun, though. Well, but well, CD, yeah, I know. It's fun to watch like spring training or training camp. Like Sometimes it's fun to just watch a guy when you know the pressure's on him from a coaching
2: staff and see what he does. It's fun to watch. Huh. It, it's better interest when you're watching your team and you watch those young guys. But the games, watching him, was he was really good. He was. He was the MVP of the Summer League. Huh. He actually panned out to be really good. And how, they how, played their shoe game during the whole summer that, league. Dude, I, when I saw that article, I was blown away. It's I like, genius. Dude, I, look, bottom line is people will watch him for, to see him succeed or fail. His dad built him up to that. And they're taking full advantage by him wearing a different brand of shoe every game,
1: telling so these
2: companies, I wore this shoe, watch your sales blow up. And they did. Yeah, they did, dude, and he made – he's getting offers
1: now, dude, big-time Big offers. Big-time offers.
0: $100 million, they were in the bidding war?
1: Ugh. Dude. I just hate giving young guys that much money because like they don't know what they have. It's
0: it's one of those – dude, it's one of those deals, though, where I've started to come around to the other side where it's like, do you got to invest in the future? You got to be in on the ground floor, but I, I also <laughs> agree with you where it's like he has not proved shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The only NBA story I was really following was the Carmelo to the Trailblazers thing because I thought that really worked. Or the Rockets. Well, he opted out of – or he straight up said he's not going to entertain the offer from the Trailblazers. Uh, He's not doing that. But um, the Rockets, I was like, I just don't feel that. I don't know where he fits. On the Trailblazers, that really felt like a place that he could go – and work what he does into a system and have a resurgence and really take them to the next level, that felt really smart. But then he was completely dismissive and shut that down.
0: Which means he's probably going there. You think? No, that's I agree how, with you. I think he fits in, perfect on that team. I, but I'm telling you, dude, this is my experience. A lot of times when a guy's like, no chance, shut up about that rumor, I'm not doing it, that ends up happening. Yeah, because they don't want the expectation there right away. I'm he telling still you, still
2: fits in pretty well with Houston too. I'm,
0: I'm not I arguing that. Uh, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying a lot of times when guys, if there's smoke, there's fire. You know, so like when a lot of guys start putting up that kind of that kind of flag, like, nope, not happening, not happening. That's not happening. He
2: won't play in Atlanta. I feel like we know that. Why? I feel like there's something got, got the missed. stripper pregnant. <laughs> what happened? Hold on, hold on.
1: I heard his wife tastes like cocoa puffs. <laughs> No, was it? It was I'm box. so mad at Lala? both of you
0: because I don't know anything about anything. But what happened with this dude?
2: He got caught cheating on Lala with he got a stripper okay, pregnant. Stop, in
0: Atlanta. Go backwards. Who's Lala?
2: She was uh, a get is, a real She's, she's a TV name. personality. She's an MTV Wait. DJ back in the day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they have one personality. She a cool person. She, she seems like a very cool person. I've never seen her not to cool. To be so, fair,
1: uh Kevin Garnett said that he knew that she tasted like corn puffs
0: shut up what the hell
1: you are the first puffs? thing is corn puffs
0: yeah that's where I'm it's feeling like you're like cocoa puffs? puffs not
1: cocoa puffs what is a corn puff it's a is cereal. that kicks is it's that like an off Kix. brand kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah is that bottom shelf is <laughs> not bottom shelf but it's second hold
0: on bottom shelf. I'm looking this up what is this corn puffs corn puffs yes if I look up corn puffs and, Kevin, and I don't get something by General Mills I'm gonna be pissed
1: when Kevin Garnett was on the corn Celtics back in the day puffs he, oh, on the Celtics. Yes, when he was on the Celtics, uh, they were playing the Knicks. And Carmelo was corn puffs or corn pops, Ka- pops. Yeah. Thank you, okay. corn pops. I know
0: corn. Yeah, pops. everyone knows corn pops. They're delicious. God, semantics so just took Lala. you straight down.
1: Because uh, Kevin Garnett uh, and oh, Carmelo boy. were exchanging words, and he said, "Yo, your wife tastes like corn pops," and uh, Melo freaked out and tried to get in Molo. the middle of a game. Yeah. Garnett's
2: and, known for being the and trash And tried to get here. in
1: the locker room after the game for the Celtics and then was uh, out waiting by the bus. It was like this whole oh, I thing. I remember that, but yeah. I
2: never knew the story behind it. Yeah, cool. it's
1: because Kevin Garnett said he knew uh, that, uh, La La intimately and it got under his skin enough where there was a lot of talk at the time like,
2: oh, yeah, that wasn't a joke. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Garnett, great trash talker. Gary yeah. Payton, great trash talker. Oh, dude,
0: Gary Payton to me is like a top five trash talker. Easily. I love Gary Payton's trash you talk. Just
2: watch him play in defense and non-stop his dude. mouth moving. And watch guys getting
0: so out of their element, dude. It was so great. It was great. I'm not even a huge Gary Payton fan, but his trash talking is How are you not next a huge level. Fan USDA prime trash talking Gary Payton.
2: Yeah, he is... He was fantastic, though. I'm surprised, not a huge fan.
0: It's not that I hate him or anything. I just never cared. He was just there. I respected the hell out of him.
2: How I old just, were you when it was him and Kemp? I'm
0: gonna have to look that you up. You had to
2: be bit. like young. Yeah,
1: Gary Payton. What Chris is trying to say is the glove just didn't fit for him. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fit. Literally. It was his
2: trials tomorrow, his hearing. What? Yeah. For parole.
1: See this; these are the sports stories. So <laughs> should be covering. Okay, so what? 90s, <laughs> we
0: just, it had to be '90s, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, okay, yeah. So, well, they well so yeah. If it was it's
0: the 90s, '90s, if it's the '90s, then that would be 1990. I was three years old, so that'd be yeah, three, so three to thirteen. Nine. Yeah, three to thirteen. That range. So yeah, probably about nine. Because we years played old. the Bulls in the finals, right? In '96, right? '96, yeah. '97, '96.
2: Yeah, '96. I think had to be '96. I don't, you, maybe I don't know. You maybe I don't know. Yeah, cuz it was what so,
0: 91 92 93 and then 96 was only 97 a way 98. That we could
2: figure it out. Uh, <coughs> and then, uh what are we talking about? God. Put it in movie form in No, LBX, I'm pretty so. sure
0: I'm pretty sure there's a just
2: that movie no,
0: where Look up when the Sonics played the Bulls for the championship. I believe that was the 96 championship. Might have been the 97, but I would be that'd be surprising. I
2: feel like 96. It's got to be 96. Cuz wasn't that the 72 10 year no, I don't know.
0: I think it I was. I think it was. I should know because I, like, I'm supposed to be the Bulls fan here. I should be like, Sorry. yeah, it was, you idiot. But like, <laughs> I don't know enough. So,
2: Those six championships that Jordan won are 96. the only six. It was 96? Okay. They're the only six that the Bulls have won, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't win any before that. That's awesome. Dude. I mean, that's cool for him.
0: But but I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and be fair. I think people need to understand though that if you look at the Bulls as a franchise, they're not an elite franchise, but they've got six championships in the span of Recently, ten years, right? and that's like, a so big like, deal. Yeah. So I'm, dude. And you see the the fans in Chicago took that big billboard that said "Fire Gar Packs." Yes. And I was like, dude, maybe that's maybe it's time for that because
2: those guys just don't seem to have a vision for the future. Or connecting they rid, vibe. They got rid of Rondo. Listen, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually Gentry, Alvin Gentry, the coach of the Pelicans, said that Rondo and uh, Drew Holiday are going to start together in the backcourt. Really? Which I like. I like that. That's cool. No, I, I off you, both of them. When
0: you say that, like when you first said it, I was like, what? Oh, wait a minute. That might not be the worst idea, especially if they both can accept a little bit of a shared role. Then And
2: Drew can shoot. Yeah, Rondo can't shoot for shit. God, he Drew really can. can't.
0: Dude, I must not have known enough about Rondo, but when he came to the Bulls, I was like, dude, we, we're, this is a good deal. And then during the year, I was like,
2: can you make one
0: tonight, please?
2: Yeah, one. No, nothing from the outside. Oh, it's such a weird thing, too. Why? That,
1: so I, I just Googled who is Gar Pax. I was like, Gar
2: Foreman and uh, John Paxson. John
1: right, because I was like, what are they talking about? Uh, and uh, I think it's hilarious that, that billboard you're talking about was started by a GoFundMe page. Yeah, uh, and they made over seven thousand dollars in three days. They're at over way over eight thousand right now.
2: Yeah, Jesus.
0: No, people hate those two guys. People, but here's this is something you do have to understand: though, is people were really mad at Reinsdorf because he own, uh, Reinsdorf owns the Bulls and the and the White Sox. And people were really mad at him, like he sucks. Boo. Well, now look at with the White Sox, they're making all these moves, and Rick Hahn is a big deal, and it's like okay. Reinsdorf's just money bags, right? He gives money when they're ready for. it. But it, Garpacks, I'm using their yeah. their Brangelina name, but <laughs> Garpacks, man, they just, I personally, I don't think they're bad guys. I think they've made a couple good moves, but they they're not going to lead this team anywhere further.
1: I thought it was like a specific person, so I was real confused. No, for a yeah. I'm sorry, I should have specified. But
0: no, I, that's I just, all right. I just, I don't, I agree with the Bulls fans. I don't think those two guys are going to do much for them going forward.
2: Uh, the Suns today gave Ryan McDonough an extension and then hired James Jones as their vice president of basketball operations. James Jones had played in Phoenix. He's LeBron's favorite teammate. Yeah. He said I'm, that publicly for years. James
1: Jones was a delight when he was on this team. Was great. I'm surprised they gave him a spot so quickly out of retirement. Yeah, he just
2: just retired. Yeah, he was
1: just. In the league I don't like even last know if year. he
2: retired. If he, yeah, the Suns just went to him and said, "Hey, you want this job?" And he's like, "I guess I'll retire. Sure, too. Should I also
1: play? Because <laughs> I can still shoot the three ball. He can
2: right. hire himself to play.
1: Yeah, I, I used to love him on the perimeter for us.
2: Man, I so did I, and then. So listen, we have. Be like who? James Jones. We have James Jones, LeBron's favorite teammate of all time. Bledsoe. We have Bledsoe's best friend. LeBron comes to Phoenix.
1: (laughs) Oh, I've been down this road. You're not. I know. Fool me once, shame (laughs) on me. Fool me twice, Kevin.
2: (laughs) LeBron doesn't like a small market. (laughs) Wheezing. You've been in Cleveland for so long. I don't see him leaving Cleveland again. That well, actually. For everything that's gone on this postseason, he's even a little frustrated at Cleveland. All these signings going on and and things happening. Cleveland can't afford a lot of these guys now.
1: Well, and it doesn't matter. Put everyone you want on the Cavs. They're not winning. LeBron's great. Unless he goes to the Warriors, he's not winning. Is
2: Boston better than Cleveland in the East? They're getting there. With Gordon Hayward? No.
0: Not if they have LeBron. Dude, I think they are. I think they got a chance.
1: Without LeBron? What do you
2: mean without LeBron? If the LeBron? Cavs don't have LeBron. No, that's uh, no. no. With LeBron. He's saying it, I right. I
0: think I think right now as is with rosters, I think Boston's got a chance. I that's really do. Well, a
2: that's cuz
1: you're a Boston guy. Come no, on. No,
0: I dude, we've been over this so many times. Oh, the Boston Dodgers are very taking it to the White Sox right but, now. Yeah, everyone's going to 9 one Wait 2 years. Wait 2 years. I'm okay with this <laughs> right now. We're just we're just laying low. Waiting for our prospects. Come I'm cool with that if we can win a World Series. Don't man. even don't even start with me, dude. It's unbelievable. I love that we're getting blown out right now because that means that we're loading up the prospects. <laughs> it's gonna be so ridiculous, dude. Two or three years, people be like Cubs. Who? Yeah, anyway, but the Dodgers are young too. That's what I'm excited for, dude. This might be a World Series matchup in a couple of years. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what are we talking about? Boston. I like Boston don't love boston it's a secondary thing for me but i'm just saying i think the celtics have a chance if they can play. now there's external factors they'd have to click they'd have to get a little luck but i think they could beat cleveland i really do
1: i think uh it would be a nice eastern conference final that cleveland edges out unless boston pulls the miracle just in time to lose to colton State. (laughs)
2: LeBron is a top five player of all time. He'll never be the best. And the reason why is because his era. No, I think it is. I mean, maybe that's part of it, but I think one of the biggest things is all the greatest players of all time. When their team was like in, in dire need, they took the game completely over, and he's ah. done it at times. Yeah, but the greats do it every fucking time, Ooh. and they they <sighs> d up they d up the guy on the other team that's lighting them up. LeBron doesn't yeah. do that. He no, hides he himself on. He's a great player. He makes block shots. He gets block shots and steals, but it's never on his guy. He comes from the other side to because block or he's get the steal.
1: Always been asked to be the fast break guy.
2: I I totally understand. I'm a huge LeBron fan. I love the guy. I think he's incredible for the sport. I think he's an incredible athlete and a guy, probably. You've never heard anything bad about him. But when he needs to show up and you should be you quiet that, about it. he said that real loud <laughs> into the mic. I have to piss.
1: <laughs> like an ASMR video.
2: Great. Uh, can you hear it now? <laughs> uh, should we take a mic and hold it to the door? <laughs> yeah. No, keep going, though. Um, you better... But- He's not a good enough shooter to take over a game, shooting-wise, but he's a great enough athlete to take over a game and just get to the basket and the foul line. I, I, lo- I love him. I see him do it all, except he's not always there. He's packed it in when they've been in dire need for him at times.
1: I think that the odds have always been so severely stacked against him because of Cleveland.
2: Because he's been on sh- he's had shitty teammates.
1: Yeah, and the only times that he hasn't. He's won, so
2: it's very hard. It's true, great point. Yeah, except well, he, I mean, he went up against a buzzsaw. No, they were a great team. I mean, Dallas beat them, and that, right, that was Dallas that.
1: beat them. But I do, you, I only think the reason that Dallas beat them is because of the the madness that they dealt with. That LeBron
2: year. was a pussy. LeBron, he okay. disappeared in the fourth quarter. That's when all this shit was going on about LeBron's not the greatest because he can't close a game. He disappeared in all the fourth quarters. I
1: feel like he was working with his team. They were trying to figure out how to work with each other. D. Wade was known as the guy that you want in the final minutes, whereas LeBron
2: was the guy that you wanted
1: to get you there.
2: Whose team was it? And, And I like that people kind of treat it as him, as his first, like college. Like he spent four years in college there, except really that would have been in Cleveland. After, when he entered the draft, his it's first four years were in Cleveland man. or whatever, seven years. But he, he did learn a lot in Miami. I think he's a great player, man. But when it comes to the actual best in dire need and they're going to pull out the win and you have full confidence in it, I don't have full confidence that he's going to pull it out. But I, I do in these other guys, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Uh, Bless you. Oh, you're yawning? Is, all right.
0: So that wasn't an indictment on what you were so saying. It was more an indictment on my
2: lack of sleep. <laughs> uh, but whether he comes to Phoenix or not, I, he won't. I don't think he will. I think he'll be in Cleveland I for the don't. rest of his career.
1: I like how you say, it. I don't think he will. Well, we're stacking, <laughs> we're stacking
2: all his guys to try and probably get him. You know how many fucking Suns jerseys would sell in this town if LeBron came here? Way more than Nash when he came back. $15, 20000000
1: yeah, that's what I was talking I
0: was speaking in millions. I, I don't, don't
1: know. know. When Shaq came here, he was a he big... He was done. Pe- he was a big presence, but he wasn't uh, selling a ton of jerseys. He was
2: done. LeBron's such a bigger By the way, spectacle actually, I, I need know. a Shaq jersey from the Suns. It is
1: real cool. I have one, I think. You do? In a you box, have one, you think. In a box somewhere. I haven't the seen it in a long time. Good sports game. Probably in my size, right?
2: Hold up, Actually, no. this
1: is perfect. It was probably in a size that wouldn't fit me anymore. Uh...
2: This is on topic for big guys for sons because I wanted to talk about Alex Lynn. This is, he's a restricted free agent right now. He was the number five pick of the draft and he's pretty much sucked the entire time. (laughs) And when they said they were drafting him, they're like, he's a project. And I'm like, with the fifth pick of the draft, like who was drafted after him? And if you could pull up his draft, I want to redraft like at least the lottery To see what we fucked up with the Suns. It was only four years ago.
1: Okay. uh, Amazingly, I already have it found. Uh, So, number one was the only other international player in the top ten, Anthony Bennett. So, the
2: biggest bust in NBA history.
1: Yeah, kind of. He's been called that before. He has to be. I don't know. So, he wouldn't be drafted now. Kwame Brown?
2: Yeah, but at least he played. Bennett plays a little bit still. Actually, uh, no, he's out of the NBA now.
1: Is he completely out? Uh huh. Holy shit, that is sad.
2: Uh, but he, ne- I mean, he never worked out. But didn't Cleveland drafted him? Yeah. After they drafted Kyrie or before? Yeah. I think and maybe he played before. for Cleveland for two seasons. Yeah, he was terrible. Uh, uh, Kwame Brown just came out and said the Sixers gave him wrong, a wrong like a wrong diagnosis on his career-ending injury. <laughs> What? So what he's coming back? No, he's in the big three tournament, whatever that you know, the ice cube with Terrell Owens. He plays on a team. What? Yeah. Terrell Owens no. playing with him? I don't think so. You see that? He's, he's trying to get it? on a team. An NBA team? He says that shit all the time. Not
0: an NBA team, a big
2: three team. Oh, really? That's yeah, he's trying to get so it in on the league. dumb. There's only like six. What's teams with teams you
1: you're so judgmental? I'm dude. sorry. That's been a rough week. That's so right. what's dumb. next?
2: Who is number two? That's Anthony so Bennett not dumb. drafted.
1: Anyway. It is though, right? It might be. No, wrong? I love it. Like, was it Rockin' Jocks? Is that what it is? Who the Big yeah. Three thing? Is it Rockin' Chocks? Blitz, kind of. Blitz. Yeah, it's Blitz. And, it's Blitz and <laughs> NBA <God>. Blitz. <laughs> Street Ball. What is it? Anyways, uh, number two was Victor Oladipo.
2: All right, I know I didn't like that pick to begin with. Now he's on. Our, he was on Orlando, then Oklahoma City, now he's in Indiana. Number three, Otto Porter, just got a huge deal. Signed a one hundred and six million dollar deal, I think. Really? Yeah. He, I think he signed with. But he signed. He was a restricted free agent, so I th- he, I think he signed an offer sheet with. Fuck somebody, I don't remember. And Washington matched it. Uh, next up, Cody Zeller. Terrible, Charlotte Hornets. Didn't work out. This is a terrible draft. It is number five. Alex Len. Alex Len. Awful. So almost. Right,
1: so I think the Suns really did well going to the Ukraine for this one.
2: <laughs> I'm interested now who the next couple picks were to see who we could have gotten. Number six is Nerlens. Nerlens Noel. Nerlens
1: Noel. Noel.
2: Sixers drafted him. Traded to Dallas last season. I think he'll be good in Dallas. He's a Tyson Chandler type of guy.
1: It was actually the Pelicans who drafted
2: him. Oh, that's right. Traded. Traded draft nights. Uh, never.
1: Number seven. Ben Lacamore.
2: Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore. Terrible pronunciation. Also, terrible I was going to say, player. I was going to say the
0: player was terrible. Yeah, he's the pronunciation he's was the, worse.
1: The next one's not going to be better. We have Kentavary, Kentavoy.
2: Kentavious Caldwell Kentavious Pope.
1: Kentavious Caldwell
2: Pope. That's the best player so far in the thing. Yeah, He was with the Pistons and just signed a one-year, $18 million deal with the Lakers. Oh, wow uh terry burke trey burke trey burke sorry he's on a little Washington drunk now read and... that is a dyslexic god damn it this is the worst draft of all time this so far pretty good with alex len yeah so far
0: it seems like they're not doing so bad
1: number 10 cj McCollum. McCollum.
2: that would be number one now of the guys you listed McCollum would be number one now
1: and i feel like number 11 would actually be number one michael carter williams no no? Absolutely. He was
2: Rookie of the Year. Absolutely. Because he's a bull. Yeah, absolutely. He Definitely was, the best. He was Rookie of the Year about. in Philly, and they hated him in Philadelphia. I was That's like, what Dude, I remember. Yeah, they like, did. Mark's getting triple double. Yeah, they did not like him. That was weird. Yeah. And when they were like, yeah, he's up for the trade. I think he was involved in the trade that got us Brandon Knight, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, shit. Was or maybe it? Dudley. Something It shipped him to Milwaukee.
1: Um, fuck, I'm looking all the way down trying to find
2: anyone you recognize. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 24. Oh, dude, that guy just signed what they what everyone's calling the worst team contract in NBA history. What did he sign? Four years, 71 million with the Knicks. And when they signed yeah. him to that, Atlanta was like, Yeah, you can have him. It, it was restricted so they could match. Yeah. And they were like, "Nah, you for four years, seventy-one million. You can keep him." That oh, yeah. which, by the way, his dad made I think forty-eight and a half million dollars in his whole career, and oh, Junior's making him. more than that on one contract. Hey, good for him. And Tim Hardaway Senior is was he's one of the best point guards of all time. Uh, Archie Goodwin at twenty-nine, terrible. Love Archie. He fucking sucked. He's bankrupt, by the way. Is he really? Uh-huh. That's it. He didn't have
1: to air out his personal laundry, but that's all right. <laughs> um, Do you – hold on. Steven Adams at 12.
2: I feel – oh, he, w- he would probably be t- – will he be top three. Do you guys think – and I feel this way about professional athletes, and this is my own personal feeling. I'm, I know I'm wrong, but I feel like when a professional athlete retires, I just feel like they're broke within the next couple of years.
0: It's starting to feel that way. I know
2: they had the documentary where a lot of them go broke, but it wasn't like obviously it wasn't a lot, a lot, but I feel like all of them except for Michael Jordan and magic Johnson are broke.
1: Well, they have like counselors that suggest how to space out money. I don't understand why they don't, uh, why that is such a prevalent, prevalent issue.
2: Like Antoine Walker, his contracts, they say, Oh, he made over a hundred million dollars, but that's not, we know these, we talk about all the time. It's not his take home. Still it's like 30 million dollars take home and he went broke. Like I I totally get how they can go broke. Yeah. But I, I for whatever reason I feel like it's all of them.
1: As someone who's never made a you know million dollars in a season, uh I don't understand.
2: Cuz you buy you buy things that you can make payments on as you as you get paid it's the right. same but Take.
1: me personally i don't have a credit card that i use because i don't like borrowing money even from the bank so if also, i was a professional athlete i i feel like i would buy things how i buy them now which is where if i don't if no. i don't have the ability to buy them i do not own them
2: do you pay for your mom's house my mom's house mm-hmm. cuz you would if you were a professional athlete so that's another expense. Why? I get why that, wouldn't I get, you?
1: I get that a scenario is different where...
2: So you're telling me you would get drafted, get a million... Let's just say the million dollars for the year. You wouldn't pay for your mom to live?
1: Um, Not my You mom, know what I mean. My live. mom would still keep her job, but um, are you saying would I
2: buy off her house? Yeah. Pay for her to live. Pay for her... To not have to work. She can choose to, but mm, you pay no. for her so that she doesn't have to.
1: No. That's not the what, that's not what she would want, though. So I wouldn't do that.
2: You have a sister. Yeah. Would you take care of her at all?
1: I would take care of both of them how I take care of them now through love and affection. And if I buy them a present, I buy them a present, but I'm not...
2: If they asked you, would if you? If they
1: asked me, hey, can you take care of me financially? I'd say... I'll try to work that into my budget.
2: Really? Because when we say a million dollars, it's more than that. I mean, a rookie Yeah.
1: Right, but overextending yourself is how you go bankrupt in two years. Exactly, and then what do you right. do, go to your mom? I agree and to go, that. hey, mom, I know I've been taking care of you for five years, but you have to go back to taking care of me? No, you plan it out smart in that. But I feel like this is getting financial now. Uh, this
2: is real life athletics. Yeah. Okay. Um, These are all the people that helped you get there. And you are just saying thanks. I would 100% take care of my family. I
0: would. But my parents also, I know, wouldn't ask me for a lot of stuff. My brother wouldn't either.
2: That's
1: what I'm saying. Is I I'd know a, that. I'd there would be nothing to no, take care, but of. My I, but I'm saying, care
0: of. But I'm saying taking care of my family would not be that expensive. If
1: I grew up in – and I did grow up uh, in – We had struggles. We had uh, strife or whatever. But if I got drafted and I made a million dollars and my mom was literally living in squalor, she was afraid for her life, yeah, I'd buy her an apartment somewhere decent until I could afford to get her a house. You you build up that financial status. There is a process to it. I get what you're saying, but...
0: Joe would help, but it would be like a five to seven year plan. So... Not right away.
1: You gotta be able... No, but that's what my mom would appreciate. My mom I know, would be like... I'm not arguing with you. You're making the right steps down, young man. Okay,
2: so you are under... If I'm understanding this correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you want to make the money, have the money before you buy it. So the non-credit yes. way.
1: Yeah. And it's not even that. I'll take a little bit of the credit way. But I want to know that tomorrow, if I had to, could I pay the bulk of this off? If I lost my job tomorrow, how would I put food on the table? That's been the way I've approached things for the most of my life is try to build up enough where I have a cushion in case of emergency. So if I didn't have that cushion, yeah, I'm not going to expand it to things that I cannot uh, extend
2: i'm gonna this to me is interesting i want to try and get JJ on the podcast next week to talk about contracts and how they get paid because it's very interesting how professional athletes get paid and during the time when you get drafted to the time and we've talked about this before too on a podcast a while ago but during the time you get drafted to the time you actually get your first paycheck is like three or four months yeah and so you're living off of loans and but when you're a professional athlete that's known you we'll get them without any problem. Well, and, that and that's the where issue. these guys get fucked
1: because they become, uh, it's a, it, it's an ingrained habit where it's like, well, I'm, and not to say that he did this, but I'm JJ Redick. What do you mean? I need like, I'll just get loans for this shit. People give me money because they know I'm good for it because mm-hmm. I make bank because I'm whatever. And it sets up this precedent where it's like, well, yeah, what do I have to worry about money for? I'm rich. And uh, yeah, it, it sets you on the wrong um, trends on yeah. how you spend money. You shouldn't spend money that is not actually in your account.
2: Yeah, I agree. I don't have a credit card either. You don't? No. Good for you. I only spend what I have. Um, a lot of it doesn't make sense to me. I, you know, I mean, I get a mortgage and you pay that. Like I get those type of things in car payments. I mean, my car isn't totally paid off. So that to me,
1: I've never had a car that had a car payment. Really? I've paid flat out for every car I've owned. And, uh, the only reason I have a credit card is to buy a house. Uh, you have to have some form of credit and blockbuster doesn't count anymore, I guess. That's bullshit. Uh, so I had to get a credit card and the only thing I do with it is I buy my gas with it. And I pay it off at the end of the month and I have perfect credit. Yeah. Because that's the only thing I will allow myself to do. That's what I did now. when I
2: was sixteen. Did you really? Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Somebody told me to do that and I was like, to once I got a credit card to build credit. Yeah. And I did, and I think within like three months, they were like, Damn, this guy's real good at this credit thing. But yeah, that you just yeah, that's all I've done.
2: Um sorry I'm going through notes as you're talking. But uh, I don't know. I hopefully he can come on next week because I to me it's very interesting. It's paid in a different way and it's paid more money than most people make uh, in a lifetime. So I don't know. And he just signed a huge deal. You know what he did do is um, he started video. A podcast. Well, he video recorded this whole off season, so the whole free agency process. Oh wow. And he's going to put together, like, the, it was a documentary. They're going to put yeah. it together and put it out eventually. So That's you'll cool. get to see everything from behind the scenes, a free agent looking for another team, and he signs this one-year deal with Philly, the young team, for a, a ton of money, $23 million.
1: They need someone
2: like him. Yeah, they're going to be fun to watch.
1: Uh, they're going to use him like a coach on the court.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Funny, they have Nick Stauskis and he was okay. I wonder if he'll do well with Reddick there, teaching him how to be yeah. utilize his skills. But, I mean, they're so young. Markel Foltz, Ben Simmons, Embiid, Okafor, Dario Saric.
1: It's starting to sound like a decent lineup.
2: Though. It is, right? Yeah. It is. And hopefully they stay there because the problem with rebuilding is you do have to do it within about three years, four years, because the first guy you drafted for it is up for free agency. Yeah. So he could totally bail, um, just like we should do on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> was that quick enough? That was good. <laughs> oh, sorry. I like
1: how we ended on a good financial high note.
2: You know what I mean? We talk we'll Take it from the Jew.
1: Yeah, we talked... To- My favorite
2: video game is Quicken. (laughs) Waka (laughs) Waka!
1: He wasn't that bad. He wasn't that good either. Oh,
2: Oh, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, We're going to be at the Big Pine Festival up in Flagstaff, Arizona, September 14th through the 16th. Come up there. We're going to be doing stand-up. We're going to be doing a live podcast. We've got... Uh, Last week we said we got a a big surprise guest and we do And we're going to maybe add to that with some fun We're going to have some fucking fun It's going to be dope It's going to be a great show And uh, if you can't make it up there and you live somewhere else We'll put the episode out so everybody can hear it Uh, But we're going to have so much fun So come up there Just
0: come hang out with us I will individually say hi and shake hands with everybody or whatever I don't care We're going to have koozies maybe Yeah dude, no, we will We're going to have koozies We're going to have koozies
1: And if you're a fan, you know Show up and bring 599 of your closest friends.
2: Because <laughs> we need 600? Well, no, that's different. We need 600 people. Show. Well, that's
0: whatever, dude. we get 600. I know the people yeah. who listen to this show. They'll show
2: up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're good people.
2: They <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy all the sports this week. Hey, uh, British Open is this weekend if you're a golf fan. I am. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm
0: excited, dude. It's going to be good.
2: And I, lo- I wake up early in the morning, so I'm like, oh, I can oh, watch it Oh, you watch live. it live, dude. No, <laughs> I don't always do that, but I'll try.
1: At the end of Wimbledon, they released the new Doctor. Oh, doctor yeah, the woman. Was... It's a woman!
0: I thought that was fine. It's great. I, I love it. All right. You're I was like, are, we, are you about to be a don't misogynist?
1: Don't or... No, it's just crazy.
2: Yeah. What's up, Paul? It's good for us, you know. You're gonna see my shadow soon around you. In my head is my only house unless it rains. I've walked the meadow plains. While the desert's on my eyes until I find you. I won't sleep until I find you. I won't eat until I find you. My heart won't beat until I wrap my arms around you. I you